What's going on? It's Spooda TTV. We are back. And thank you, everyone that's been tuning in, everyone that has been sharing, commenting, reposting, subscribing, who's been texting me, who's been DMing me, just letting me know what they like about the show, joining in on the conversations. And also, most importantly, just tuning in to the creatives and innovators and just fires people that I've been putting on the show. <laughs> so I got my homie Sky Guy Spence. Woo! Yeah, them ringing, them, them, them uh, alarms. We going crazy. Sky Guy Spence, S K Y G L D. You know what's up, Mister Let a Bad Bitch Be Yourself. Ooh, that is him. Okay, so let's start with where are you from? Uh, I'm from Georgia. I'm from uh, Henry County, for real. Okay. Uh, my family from Kirkwood. Uh, I grew up a little bit on Silver Road. I went to school in Henry County. I'm, I'm from Atlanta. Okay. Okay. You from Atlanta? Yeah. I'm ready to say you're not from Atlanta. Yeah, I'm telling you, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. She won that though. She was. She said she wasn't there. It's funny because I'm the same way. Like I'm from the east side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was born at Grady. You know what I'm saying? My family is from like Scottsdale or whatever. So okay. And then so it's like okay, but. I tell people I'm from Atlanta because that's what it is. That's you know what I'm saying? Even though people be like, oh, it's the outskirts. But how do you feel about, like, being from Henry County? Because I wanted to say that. I remember last time you came over here, we had a conversation, and you were saying how, like, Henry County was one way, then it got real black or something like that. Yeah. Uh, shit, Henry County was, it was interesting. Like, so, like I said, I went to school out there. Um, what high school? Eagles Landon High School. Okay, it's far. It, it, it sound far. It's where Shaq stayed right now. It's where uh, Ti they, they locked his ass up out there like two, three years ago. I remember that. Um, when I was going there, though, Gucci lived in there. Gucci and Chris Tucker lived there at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to the public school that was right beside it. And basically, like when I was in high school, uh, Brisk Squad was starting to pop off mm-hmm. at the time. And that was like the whole experience. Like I was walking around with Brisk Squad chains, and you went. Ninth grade, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like uh, because of Katrina, because um, APS schools with the testing scandal, because Clayton County lost their accreditation, they tore down all the projects. People just had like a a super mass exodus from the city, and mm-hmm. they they had nowhere to go. People from New York, you know, the housing market and everything was going on the recession, mm-hmm. so people were just coming to Atlanta as close to Atlanta they could get, which was like Henry County. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And for me, it was it was just weird. Like, my perspective was weird. I was just talking about this with my homeboy the other day, just saying, because at school, I'm I'm cool with my folks at school, but, like, I don't kick it with them outside of school, because as soon as I'm getting out, I'm going to, you know, chill with my cousins. Like, like I said, my whole family from Kirkwood, they say, oh, Martha Ave, second Ave, like, I'm over there, or I'm on Sylvan Road. Like, it was, it was real. That shit was just real. And, uh... It was a difference. It was a distinct difference. You could see, like, okay, when I'm with my cousins, they like, oh, man, you go to that white school. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I'm in Henry County, I'm like, man, y'all moving too slow. Y'all care about yeah. this and care about that. And I'm saying them folks in the city, like, doing this, doing that. Right. Shut up. Nobody care about that. Like, we out here in the trees. You feel me? So <laughs> it was just a unique perspective. It just gave me a lot of perspective. It, it helped me, I feel like, learn all type of forms of people in, in a short amount of time. And I appreciate it. And like I'm going to say, it's not Atlanta to her, but. You know, we here. We here. We here. 
I know um, I had that same kind of experience growing up where it was like, okay, like my cousins that lived in Scottdale or live in Decatur or whatever, they'd be like, because I'm, I'm from Ellenwood, mm-hmm. so they'd be like, you in, you in the suburbs, you in the suburbs, but I'm like, okay, I'm like 15 minutes away from y'all, and yeah, we're all still in Cab County, so it's just like, right now. it's like we go right to the now. same mall, South DeCab is just but, as close to you as to me. It's <laughs> what you want, you know what I'm saying, it's that pride, it's just that home pride. I feel like them experiences as a child, like, you got to be proud of where you're from still, mm-hmm. like stand on that, you know what I mean? And, it's cool. It's interesting. I, Atlanta's just a circle at the end of the day, no matter how you look at it. And then once you grow up, you realize shit, we all connected by one street or another. Exactly. Especially if you play, like, sports like AU or, like, any of, like, the – because I used to cheer, too. Uh-huh. So, like, we would cheer with people, with Gresham Park, with different play, parks all I over. I played no sports growing up. You, what? So what did you do growing up? So I was in a band. Okay. I was yeah. in a band, too, though. That's crazy. I was crazy. in a band. Um – I was a Boy Scout. That's a fun Aww. fact. Hell yeah. I ain't playing no sports. I got, I got a bar that say uh, I ain't playing no sports in school. I was playing girls. I really I really was like <laughs> skipping school. I was, I was chilling. I was like one of them folks. Like I just ain't. I, I would like play ball outside of school. We could play a pickup game. I'd mm-hmm. be chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'd be kicking with the ball players like before the game. But mm-hmm. I just wasn't. I wasn't playing no sports though. You know what I mean? It wasn't my, my sweat. What instrument did you play? I played the trumpet, I played the baritone, and I played the saxophone. I was kind of good on the trumpet. I was real fine on the baritone, and I was ass on the saxophone, but I could play. Do you think that plays a part in, like, birth control, with, like, you doing music and stuff? Um, hell yeah, but I've been growing up around music my whole life. I grew up around, like, in the church, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, my mom sang in the choir. Um, so I was in the choir, like, I think, at, like, six or seven years old. And they always been around music. I've always been around music, so... I think the breath control was always there. Just helped me hone the skills, for real. Sharpen little things. And I still, like, take it day to day. But if you put a sheet of music in front of me right now, I would not be able to read it. <laughs> it's crazy. That is, this is actually not too crazy at all because I don't think – I played a clarinet, and I don't think I could read that either. So, still. Okay, shout out to clarinet. Then Wood wins. <laughs> shout out to the clarinet. Right. Had some cute girls on that clarinet. Right. I think because mostly girls did, like, clarinets and flutes. Like, flutes, it would yeah, be, like, yeah, some yeah. trumpets and some, uh-huh, some of those baritones. Yeah, some of um, It'll be half and half. Yeah. Like the bigger stuff, it would be men. But like all the girls, we did all do clarinets uh-huh. and flutes. <laughs> we, had to, we had to wet the mouthpiece and all yeah, that. I, want, I wanted, I wanted to play the drums, but I ain't, I ain't had a rhythm for it. You know, every nigga wanted to play the drums. I ain't, I ain't. Had what do you mean you ain't had a rhythm? I got my hand eye coordination when I could do it with my fingers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I couldn't do it with my wrist. Mm. Oh yeah, on the sticks. Like it was, it's more, it's a little more technical on how fast you move, and I, I couldn't. Couldn't pick it so up. So you couldn't, you the one that couldn't make the beats with the pencils on no, the table. I, was, I stuff. was not making the beats on the, on, well, on the table, but I was rapping. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Definitely was rapping on that motherfucker, though. <laughs> so. Okay. I know you talking about earlier, we talked about, you know, if you were, if you're from where you're from, stand on that. So just about standing on things, you have a very, as you said, you're Mr. Let a Bad Bitch Be Herself. Yes, sir. Y'all can't see right now, but he got the merch. He had, what was it, like two years ago, last summer? You had everybody wearing your. Yeah, Yo, yeah. About, everybody wearing clothes. About two years ago, when I first when I first started dropping, yeah, first started dropping for show. Yeah, the um, booty shorts, the crop tops. I just had everything. We had a uh, crop tops, croc charms. We had the giblets. You know what I mean? We went crazy keychains, trucker hats, everything. Just went nuts. Tried to take it all away. Um, and it's not even something that I planned for to mm-hmm. be to be real. Like it's kind of. Happened and grew on its own. Yeah. Let the bad bitch be itself is like bigger than a brand. It's really a lifestyle. At this point, it just seemed like just something that's a part of me now. You know what I mean? Instead of something I'm trying to promote Mm -hmm. all the time. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's when that's mostly I probably met you or started hearing about you a little bit before then. And that's when I was really like, okay, damn, I fuck with. Because, you know, how some people, they'll do things just to do them. Okay, this is just a concept for a project, mm-hmm. you know, and, oh, let me just involve girls. But, like, mm-hmm. you really, like, your tweets, you actually talk about that. Yeah, and I locked in. I locked in on the idea. Yeah. Real, you had, like, events getting girls' nails done and yeah, stuff? Yeah, for sure. We, 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 it's, it's like I said, it's a lifestyle. It's not just, like, something that I'm doing for a clever tweet. Um, and it started out as a song concept. Mm-hmm. It started out as a song concept, and... Uh, when I dropped the song, it became a popular one of the project that I had out at the time, and uh, I didn't, I didn't expect for it to grow. But like I said, it just kept growing mm-hmm. and kept growing, and I, I had to do more with it. And uh, as a man, I feel like, you know, it's easy to cash in on this age of feminism, right? You know? Right. So like, I can make a profit off of this model, but how do you really like? get into the act of promoting that lifestyle and i feel like you know, it's through services through like promotion really like uplifting women and, and trying to do that um so yeah it's it's grown to something that's like way bigger than me it's way bigger than me and I, i'm I'm humbled by it for sure I, it's not nothing that uh i take for granted at all okay that's good that's good so what what actually does it mean to let a bad bitch be herself? Because we can say that. People can say that. But what does that actually mean? Because I feel like a lot of... There's this thing that people talk about now about, like, men trying to humble women. For sure. And stuff like that. So what does that actually mean in real time? Uh, let a bad bitch be herself really means to give a woman, like, the autonomy. You know what I mean? Let her be exactly who she is, accept her for who she is. And if you can't accept her for who she is, then move around and move along. Um, I feel like we spend too much time trying to mold people into who we want them to be mm-hmm. instead of just accepting them. And uh, at this time, it's like we judge folks, too, for how they're doing what they're doing, especially women. Right. Like, more than anything, I feel like women just get that judgment on them. Oh, she like this, she like that. I want her to just let her be who she is. I feel like it's... It's that that energy to just mm-hmm. let her be her full self. Don't try to hold it back. I think a, a lot of weaker men um, can try to like dim a woman's light. You know what I mean? They're super mm-hmm. intimidated by her, do whatever they can to just hold her back from being her true self. And it's just like letting a woman really embrace whatever a bad bitch is to her. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's 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 real. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I like that you said give a woman well or ne- not giving, but allow a woman her full autonomy yeah i like that because yeah just as just in 2022 you know what i'm saying we're seeing i guess a different renaissance of women it's like we're more comfortable in we're more confident we're more comfortable in our sexuality we're becoming more independent we're becoming more self-sufficient i feel like i feel like this is like it's so crazy but you can see it in like everyday life you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's evident this is we, we talk about it now because it's so prevalent and in our face but i feel like especially Growing up uh, in the 90s and the early 2000s, we've, we've seen women just become more and more of, like, the real breadwinners, the mm-hmm. real pillars of society that they, they are mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I, I feel like, you know, without women, the world just not moving. It, it's just not, you know. And I, it, it started maybe, like, 50, 60 years ago. We could go into a whole history lesson on how it's culminating into this moment. But while we're here, I, I think it's important to, like, speak on allowing that surrendering to that that feminine energy mm-hmm. basically that's 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 really what it is we in the age of it like we're really here so embrace it promote it you know and if not like you know you never know true true 
You never know. Um, what is some of like the conversations, I guess, about like women being themselves, as you would say, like, what are some of the conversations online that probably like get on your nerves or like, you like, like, bro, why don't y'all stop talking about that? Just move around. Like, uh, see anything with Kevin Samuels, no cap, rest in peace to that man, Kevin Samuels. But I feel like we shouldn't even be like paying attention to that. Anything that's divisive, Lord Jesus, everything's divisive now. What do you mean by divisive? Uh, like it's gonna split up everybody. Okay. You know, when people wake up and be like, "Do you think you should pay for the first date or not?" Like, bro, what are you talking about? Why are we getting here on here talking about should I pay for a date? You know what right. I mean? Or you know, people talking about fucking on the first night. You know, does that make her a hoe or not? Bodies, all that little type of stuff. Like, just I feel like silly topics that if you grown, you know what's up, or you don't know what's up. I think you know a lot of people get on social media in general and just try to start a narrative to fill up space of their board time. Right. And it's it, when it, when it's geared towards, oh, let's speak on what a woman do, stay out of her business. That's what I just feel like. Anything that's not a, a man's business, just stay out of it. Ain't even no reason to make up a hypothetical situation. So, yeah, I try not to, I try not to feed into that. No cap. I really be, if I see like too many tweets, I start seeing people getting on the topic, it's time for me to get out of Twitter for the day. Right. Y'all, y'all, okay. Y'all right. folks talking about $200 dates again. Right. 2022. Okay. I feel like I do be seeing you say that. Right. Like, why? Checking out. I ain't no reason for me to feed into that. No. Which songs on, like, Let a Bad Bitch Be Herself? Because you dropped that in 2020. 2020, so, yeah. Which songs on that probably stood out more to them, like, stood out the most to the message? Uh, The title track, for sure. Um, I think, really, the biggest one that stood out to me on the message was, uh, the first song, she ready to ride out, and I'm ready to ride out too. Let's go. No, gotta be direct. Uh, it's crazy because like now, it's more so lines I think in the in the in the message that um, really hit people the most instead of like full songs like the young black blessed by stuff line in the front. Um, it's weird to like still be performing songs. People still want to be performing songs just from like that album in a time where you know you always gotta put out new songs but i feel like just the overall like being of the album really it's no it's no like specific song i get so many people that say they like this one or like that one it's just let a bad bitch be itself literally like the the word and the phrase it's like just it for real i can't even act like it's one specific thing okay And then lie to him, not me. <laughs> I don't know why. Like when I saw when I saw you first drop that, I don't know why it was just so funny. Yo, it's real. We living it. Lie to him, not me. That's like did the, something happen? Follow up. Like nah. See both both things. Both things. That's what I'm saying. Both 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 sayings are like it's really a real. It's not. It's not like I was just sitting up and drawing up like ooh, what's gonna be the the catchiest thing to say? Let a bad bitch be herself happen um, because I was on the way to Florida with my girlfriend at the time. And we just were not clicking mm-hmm. on the way. We were being real catty when we first got there. It just wasn't clicking. And like, I think just, yeah, that first day I kind of had a, a point in myself. I was like, man, I need to chill, man. Just let her, let her chill. I just let her do her thing. Let her be herself. Mm-hmm. Let her be herself. I might've been saying, let her be herself all day. You know what I mean? Just let her, let her chill. Don't, don't, don't trip about this. Don't do that. And we had a great vacation for the rest of the time. Mm. Like that night, that night, I might have been like, yeah, let a bad bitch be herself. Let a bad bitch be I was like, ooh, let a bad bitch be herself. Kind of got a 
kind of got a ring to it. And mm-hmm. I, I immediately like Googled and Twitter searched like, Hey, anybody ever said that? Did I just come up with that? You know what I mean? I ain't mm-hmm. see it nowhere. And, uh, I was like, yeah, this it. It's, I sound like a hit. And then it just grew into something else. But a lot of him, not me was something I've been saying. Um, like, even longer than let a bad bitch be herself. And it used to be like, don't lie to me about your boyfriend. Um, mm. And I would just say that like jokingly, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like six years ago, I was just saying that. And, um, I had started saying it again, somehow, some way it was popping up in my lingo again. It just felt like it was, it was what I wanted to, to say. I think let a bad bitch be yourself is a album. That's a statement about like the actual lifestyle of letting a bad bitch be yourself. And I think a lot of him, not me is a more personal album of who I, who I really am. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just, it's real though. Yeah. Don't, don't lie to me. Lie to him. You can tell the truth to me. I'm gonna let you be who you want to be. You know? That's yeah, so funny. Not a lot of me. My feelings will not be hurt. Or they will. You know, maybe I'm a Pisces. They might be hurt. Oh, oh, you're a Pisces. Gonna, yeah, but I ain't gonna. But I ain't gonna. You know, I ain't gonna shame you for it. I ain't gonna turn you down for it. <laughs> it's 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 that's for how you say your basically your perspective changed when you went out of town with Shorty and you was just like, all right. I'm gonna let her be herself, and then yeah, so, I had a so, good so, time. Something just wasn't. We was just, I was just like, we was button heads too much, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was on me of trying to just like, just you know, like I said, force it. And it's mm-hmm. nothing forced. You can't, you can't force the vibe. It's mm-hmm. like if I'm with you and I'm here, I gotta be here for a reason. I gotta mm-hmm. be rocking with you for a reason, you know. And I think that's the biggest thing about this social media era. Um, you you meet people, and it's like you have this preconception of them based off what you see online. So you put them on this pedestal idea of who they are. And then when you get with them, you start trying to, you know, make them who you thought they were to be, but they wanted to be for you instead of who they really are. You got to let them be themselves. You know what I mean? Like specifically a woman, you know? So yeah, it's real. Okay. Okay. And then a couple weeks ago, I came by the studio, Bando beats for the first time. Yeah. it's nice. It's Shout nice in there, y'all. Shout out to Bando Beats, man. Bando Beats on Edgewood, Escape Key Studios. Come holler at us. Got crazy stuff going on in there. Yeah, it's like studio rooms. It's a whole, like, if you want to do a photo shoot, it's a photo area. So, you know, Bando Beats is, uh, like, pivotal to who I am as an artist. Okay. Uh, we had a studio on Edward Street in Oakland City uh, in 2014 that we were working out of. And it was a house with just a studio room in the back. And we throw parties out of there, like legendary parties. People know. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, certain artists at the time was coming through to use it for uh, music videos, things like that. But I was there just uh, working on my craft, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our CEO was allowing me to just be who I was at the time, young, just doing my thing, making music, having fun. And just been sticking it out with him. Growing over the years, we transitioned to having this, this uh, space mm-hmm. on Edgewood now. And uh, when we originally got in there, it was just really for music. We had it for music. You talked about uh, the event we did, Let a Bad Bitch Be Herself, where mm-hmm. we had uh, girls getting their makeup done and getting their nails done. We had, like, a little brunch thing going Oh, on. y'all had that there? Oh, there. wow. Yeah, was, this was there. This was before we made the studio. Mm. You know what I mean? So at the time, it was just, we were just using the record. We were having, like, different people were having uh, parties there. They are definitely having, like, listening events. And then we had the event. Like I said, we got the makeup and everything like that for Valentine's Day. Um, but last summer, uh, the CEO just had the uh, idea to flip the space into something bigger to really, like, make it 
bigger. And the reason why it's so special to me, and I feel like special to all of us that are part of Bando Beast, because we did it ourselves. Uh, we installed the Infinity Wall ourselves. We remodeled the whole studio ourselves, the actual studio that we record in ourselves. And uh, just to see it now and to have people coming in and just doing what it's doing is, is definitely something that's very, I've, I hold it dear to my heart. Probably the thing like, I'm most proud of. No, I was really impressed. That was fine. I appreciate it. That was nice in there. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, got to come through. Got to come through. Got to come through. Next time we have an interview, we got to do it there. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure, for sure. Um, What what would you say, what is Bando Beats? Is it a collective? Is it a label? Like, what is it? Uh, Bando Beats is a production company um, slash label is what I would say. Uh, We got different producers, different artists, um, videographers. Uh, It's just like a real family. And we all focused on a goal to, like, bring something real back to the city. Uh, and we've been working with each other for years now. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's grown. Like, at this point now, we, we are a, a studio company. We, we own a studio. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's big. It's deep. It's, it's a whole, it's a family. I don't even want to say just a collective, but it has many branches. And it's, it's really, I think, it's becoming uh, something that's going to be a staple in the city for sure. Okay. And you got your own folks, like you got Bando Beats, these your people. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, do you feel like you in particular fit into a particular scene of Atlanta? You know how Atlanta got like different scenes. Yeah, like- yeah I mean, I, I'm definitely on that artsy, like Edgewood way scene. But I, I don't, I, I think, uh, I don't fit myself in any any particular box. Right. You know, of like course. I fit in, especially anywhere. You know what I mean? Like specifically anywhere. I think I can blend in in any crowd um i think i'm my own scene for real like my own genre because I, I, I i've never felt like i've been properly or completely embraced by any like particular crowd you know what i mean i just know how to like draw one okay 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 i like that you said that cause i do see you um in like our bar every other week <laughs> yeah, that's my spot shout out to our bar that's my that's my folks yeah, I'm to I can't lie. I, I love walking in there. I'd be real comfortable in there. Yes, everybody is. So I think that's the most like comfortable bar on like Edgewood. I yeah, like what for they sure, doing. for sure. They got like good, genuine people trying to like give the city like a real experience that's bigger than you standing in a place and just mean mugging the person that's across from you. True. You know I mean, we gotta bring that vibe back with people having fun. They had a dance competition last night. Like, yeah, that thing doing the bankhead bounce, two stepping going crazy thank you leg it was nuts you know what i mean bring that mm-hmm. fun back that energy back to the city and i like how it's a variety of events there like it'd be a, a drunk spelling bee oh yeah i'm the drunk spelling bee champion you looking at one for real yeah, i won what I word won, you could spell that folks couldn't spell um man, it was simple words I, I i think my first word was weather like <laughs> weather in the sky people like, couldn't spell weather man, what you drunk you taking a shot after every round you'd be surprised what people couldn't spell hennessy was one of the words oh wow yeah, that hennessy that hennessy was going crazy that's hard shout out to sarah that's fine yeah super hard super good yeah my, my champion that's man childhood dream i was too happy when i won that spelling but you looking at a champ right now Turn up. He said he can spell even when he drunk, y'all. No cap. He must be on an honor roll or something in uh, uh, at to, Eagles up, Landing. Up until fifth grade. Up until fifth grade. And then I see. He was in honor roll until elementary school. Until, up until fifth grade. And once I got to middle school, I mean, I was, I was C's and B's. And then high school, I just, I coasted. For real. I, ain't, I promise you. Mm. Yeah. Making A's on every test, though, was not studying for the test. I just didn't do my homework. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I was one of them kids. <laughs> I was one of them, oh, yeah, I'm not doing my homework straight. <laughs> zeros add up. 
Gotta learn that. Hey, let me ask you something, because I saw this tweet the other day um, on Twitter, and this is why I asked you that before we started, but right. which era did you prefer Did you prefer better in Atlanta? Did you like the Reverie era, or did you, do you like the cold Atlanta era? Um, wow, that's a, that's a deep question. I think... Uh, yeah, is it? I saw it on Twitter. I was like, ooh, I asked like three people. I'm like, ooh. or Reverie? Yeah. Cause it's like the same crowd, but I feel like Cold probably got older. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll take Cold. I'll take Cold. I mean, you can sit down. Right. And you can smoke <laughs> you inside. Can sit down. You know what I'm saying? You know, like the games are ever. Yeah, I mean, who playing the games? I don't want to put them Oxakas on after you just had your Oxakas on them things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to go to Reverie before everybody get there to play them games. You can't just be playing them games. Yeah, while everybody's sweaty. When what? Dancing? Molly and their system? I'm straight. <laughs> and put the, the virtual goggles on. Now you geek. You feel me? Just playing. But, uh, nah, I mean, I, yeah, Cole, I think Cole got to, like you said, it's, it's a. The certain crowd is more it's more familiar. I think everybody in there be having fun instead mm-hmm. of like like I said, I'm maybe just post up on the porch, you know. But shout out to Reverie too, not trying to down them, just you know. <laughs> you always got people have to be careful when they say stuff these days. People take stuff too far and try to cancel you and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's it's and Reverie is a vibe too. Like that's something you can go have fun and everything like that. Like you know. I don't I really don't go to neither one. You know I, mean? so, <laughs> I was gonna ask because I've never actually been to cold. Now I've been to traffic, but I haven't yeah, been okay. for cold. So nah, what is cold, that vibe? Cold is cold is fun. The vibe is the vibe is real. Like uh, it's a champagne trap. Shout out to champagne trap. That boy be going crazy in there, like setting it up. My boy Donnie, uh does a lot of work with them too. Donnie Slater, like they got they got a real vibe in there. I, I can't even lie. Like they really know what they doing when it come down to throwing a party and, and something that's consistent with people having fun and it's safe, you know, it's not too much ego in there. It's real. It's definitely a real vibe. Definitely a real vibe. Okay. So, um, I know I follow Champagne Trap, but I see he got a lot of parties. Like, he be throwing all the parties now. Like, him and Cleo, like, yeah, they be nah, DJing sure. all the parties. For sure. Definitely, definitely. Uh, he been going crazy for a little minute and she been going crazy for yeah, a while, both. too. Yeah, they both. Yeah. Almost. They been running it up for a minute. Like, yeah. at least half a decade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just, like I said, just getting that momentum to where now it's in everybody's face. Right. You know? So, yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them. I, I, I love to see this, like, new wave mm-hmm. of, of what's going on. Mm-hmm. For real. Uh, like, it's funny you say, uh, Trap, it's a, uh, to me, the women DJs in Atlanta is what we Facts. do more of more than anything. I feel like there's you a lot more saying? now. And, and we're, people are realizing that the female DJs be going off. Like, yeah, and I'm not, not to make it a thing, a, a man versus woman thing, even when DJing. But I feel like, girls like before niggas weren't really playing too much like r&b or niggas wouldn't play too much a certain thing nah, for sure it was, it was it was just very like you know we're gonna play all these cheap keep anthems music right. that make niggas like shake their dress like, right man, nobody want to hear all that every night or i think to me what I, what I see a lot uh with the djs that you know we already playing a lot of these songs i'm playing these songs while i'm getting dressed i'm playing these songs on the way to the club mm-hmm. and i get to the club and the dj playing the same songs i was mm-hmm. let me hear something a little different you know mm-hmm. what i mean the so like, girls in the crowd yeah. singing we drink hugging each other yeah you know <laughs> what i mean man play something a little different and i do think that the, the women that i see djing right now man they're going so crazy um yes cleo bomb jalam millhouse uh you need genius super five dj genius five yeah, she's dope uh jesus niece super hard yeah um, she is dope i'll be hearing her at our bar i think she dropped like she dropped like a gospel song one time at our bar that that shit was hard she be knowing she be knowing no cap and uh let me see who else uh wit she did she's super hard 
Yeah, it's, it's, some, it's some talent. It's some talent. I love to see it. So uh, I, I want to see more of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Let's let's get into that vibe for real. Trust them. They know where the vibe going. Mm-hmm. So when you say new, you love this new wave of Atlanta. So what what is new and what do you think was the pivot point of like a new wave? So, I mean, honestly, um, I think it's not as new as it used to be. Mm-hmm. That wave that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, what is the wave though? Like, what uh, wave? I think I think it's uh, we on we on that on the back end of like that QC running the like I'm not gonna say city, mm-hmm. but like QC running the airways that 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 egos future uh, even YSL. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like lobby runners area. It's a whole group of people that was like like just popped out like back to back back mm-hmm. to back back to back to back to back like since 2015 mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean like I see what you're saying it's like all these people that came out and now they're all established artists mm-hmm. like now it's no longer that 21 Savage only been out for two years he's been out for almost half a decade mm-hmm. you know what I mean Thug was in the game for 10 years been in the game for 10 years facts things like facts. that when you think like, about it has been I mean? 10 years so like back then it was like oh this the new Atlanta this mm-hmm. that's what they was making even you never been new Atlanta you know that, that's yeah. about 10 years old now <laughs> that is true you see what I'm saying so it's when I say a new way I mean just like what it's become since then and since Atlanta has become more uh popularized in pop culture it's just um a little different and I think uh especially like after the pandemic. Now, I was going to say, do you think I it's think another new wave? That, that, that pandemic is mm-hmm. when everything, you know, cause it's so, it's way different than 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, way different. So yeah, I, I think maybe the Super Bowl and the pandemic, those two things like definitely just like push something in Atlanta. That's depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. You either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And it's the things Super to love Bowl. and it's things to hate. I think in the changes for mm-hmm. sure. I haven't heard anybody say that one when we like, like I've had this conversation with people. So why, well, how do you think the Super Bowl ushered in this new wave? Uh, because that's like the official stamp, you know, everybody was already like talking about Atlanta. We had got to the Super Bowl and blew it, mm-hmm. you know, but the Super Bowl is a major event. Mm-hmm. Everybody here, all the stars here. It's like the second thing to do since the Olympics, the second biggest event in Atlanta since the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And they dressed the city up to make it. Everybody was hyped for this one event that ended up not being as big as mm-hmm. people thought it would be but the city was still lit and i feel like when you got that in 2019 mm-hmm. and then a year later the whole city shut down it's just like a it's a little gear switch you know what i mean yeah uh, in your mind you walk around driving in a city where you see are we hosting the super bowl like we in atlanta but for some reason this week it's pepsi signs everywhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean you don't forget that it's a it's a switch it's something different you know for mm-hmm. me personally Okay, I see what you're saying, too, especially with, like, COVID happening after that. Because I feel like when COVID happened, everywhere else shut down, like New York and L.A., yeah, no, like, they had these crazy restrictions. We was down. wide open. We doubled down on what we was already on. Atlanta already been, like, a flex yeah. and, you know, we yep. going crazy player city, you yep. know what I mean? But what happened was we all doubled down, mm-hmm. doubled down with the flex. We didn't, like, our, our quarantine only lasted for a month, and we were super outside, mm-hmm. like, the clubs was back open by April for sure. Like mm-hmm. the end of April, beginning of May, they was back. They was. Summertime, we was out here going nuts. And everybody else came in too. You know mm, what I exactly. mean? Exactly. So there's so many people that got a footing in Atlanta in 2020. It, it, they, they got comfortable here and were able to, you know, do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's you know, a bunch of out-of-towners now. Um, some folks that was here that's like didn't make it through all that in them times. The past two years have been real crazy. You know? 
So it's just changed. It's changed, but I think it's changed in a way where, like I said, you can appreciate the good and the bad and just try to like go from there and what this, this new era of Atlanta about to be. Cause it's going to look even like more different. And it's going to look even more crazy. By 2030. For sure. Especially with, especially because of people like us, people like you doing appreciate music, it. having your own appreciate movement, it. people like me creating platforms. It's mm-hmm. a lot of, yeah, no, I can sure, name at least like sure. 50 of us right now exactly. that's, that have like exactly. major motion exactly. going and you know what my platform represents, like independent mm-hmm. DIY, things Love like to that. Love to see it. And thank having you. emotion, too. Looked and busy. Having thank that you. Emotion. It's about you, but thank you. Nah, we got nah, to squeeze you in there, though. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. But people like all of us, like our bar, things like that, like we are making it to where it's like, okay, we don't need gatekeepers or we don't need nah. major people to give us the goal not for certain a, not, things not at all and I, and I think that's like the beauty of it you mm-hmm. know like when you, when you just mentioned uh our I, I i i say like it's gonna be a kid that that like blows up mm-hmm. and he gonna say yeah the first time i touched the stage was there yeah or I, I was watching so-and-so out there and and did my thing it's, yep. it's so at this point now i think we're starting to see um less of the ego in mm-hmm. it's that, that so much of the ego is starting to stress shed and it's still a little you know still yeah, a little ego because people still, personal you know yeah it's still you know different things that people got going on but we starting to see you know people really blinking and building mm-hmm. uh, on, on something that's bigger than the superficial bigger than just us taking a picture on instagram together you know so yeah i, th- I think it's so much potential for this city to be uh huge on the creative side of like the next 30 years if we just keep locking in and embracing each other loving each other not hating you know and right. not beefing over petty stuff bringing that ego into it right and that's why i love having conversations with other people from atlanta so we can speak to certain things over time of how yeah, it's changing because a lot of people is new to this they're seeing the now you seeing the battery you know what i'm saying yeah, nah, we didn't have that nah, when we nah, were young nah, we had nah, the underground nah. thanks you know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I enjoy talking to someone else that's from Atlanta that we can speak to how Atlanta changed and how it grew to what it becomes. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, been, it's been like it's pop culture now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, you talk about what changed it. Like Tyler yeah. Perry having that studio. Like yeah. even switching and buying the name, Fork. Yep. Switching Fork the name, Pearson, yep. You know what I mean? It's wild. That's, that's way, it's just little things that made it more in the popular culture and we still been here the entire time so exactly. now the world paying attention to us and now you see us in shows and now you watching movies and being like they said that's new york but boys on decatur street you know exactly. what i mean like when you see that you know it, it's definitely just a, a difference but I, I couldn't be more proud to be so here and be here. thankful to be like here in this moment in this time and I, I think it's pivotal especially like as black people to understand what it means to be in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, in America right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a blessing. I'm, I feel blessed. Yes. Yeah. Blessed to be born in Gertie, yeah. but raised in Ellawood. Love you. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I was born in Dunwoody Hospital. Mm. Uh, I don't know what hospital that is now. Dunwoody Hospital ain't even a hospital no more. Mm. Um, you was born in Dunwoody Hospital, but then ended up <laughs> in yeah, I, well, 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 I was Okay, I was born in Dunwoody Hospital. My mom and dad lived off Redan Road. Okay. Um, and then we moved to Henry County when I was like three. Mm-hmm. But I was going to school off Cascade mm-hmm. um, at a private school ran by AKAs mm. um, called International Preparatory Institute. Mm. Oh, um, wow. IPI. Shout out to them. We sang the Black National Anthem every single morning. That's fine. we did the Pledge of Allegiance on God. Um, and I stayed out there up until um, like right at the end of elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I started going to school in Henry County. Um, but, 
yeah, it was it was it was different. It was definitely different. I don't even know. I don't know what hospital is done with the hospital now. We could be like Emory or Piedmont or something like that. But the, that birth certificate do say Atlanta George on there. Don't do not play Period. with the folks. So, don't play with. But I'm not him. a great baby though. No, I'm not a great baby with Crawford Long baby. I don't know what hospital that is though. Crawford, you know, I be hearing a lot of people from Crawford Long, but it's so funny, like. To be a Grady baby now, it's like praised and you know it's talked about. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. But Back growing then, yeah, up, yeah, people you for that. Yeah, yo, I was born in Grady. He was born in Grady. He was dropped on your head. Yeah, no yo, cow. your yeah, family yeah, ain't yeah, had no yeah, insurance. Yeah, I mean, y'all ain't yeah, had no money. Yeah, y'all walked in there, didn't y'all? Straight right. Up, straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. That's so funny. But what else do you have? What can we look forward to twenty twenty two from Scott Got Spence? Uh, so I got some big things coming. Um. Sky Guy Spence is just like, man, I'm, I'm, it's hard to put a whole name on everything that I have for the people right now. Uh, but I'm, I've been focused on my art. I've been working. I've been working in the studio. I've been working on getting uh, new things out, new ideas for Let a Bad Bitch Be Yourself. So for the summertime, I'm just trying to bring some new ways for the summer, trying to bring some real good, feel good energy to the city. I think we, we, we got our, our heart ripped out our chest. Uh, a little while ago, you know what I mean, and we gotta, we gotta, you know, bring them vibes back. So I'm just trying to come with some new music. Uh, I got some things I'm working on. I don't want to like give too much away, but just definitely know I'm coming with new music for the summertime. Things that I hope people ride around the car with their boot to. People, you know, hit the drive in to just that real good play of feel good pregame music. Coming with that and just stuff for let the bad bitch be yourself. Really just trying to promote things and. Uh, other than that, I just want to keep focusing on, like, being the best person I can be. I think this year I really, instead of um, thinking about content and what I can put out to, like, show the world to prove myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we get in that mode where it's like, I got to post some on Instagram. Like I said, I got to yeah. show them I'm busy. I got to show them I'm working. I found myself doing that yeah. um, for the past two years. Like, yeah. just, oh, I got to come out with this new idea. We got this idea. We got this. Let's go ahead and run with it. And um, that burnout. Right. Got to me, mm. And I had to just take a step back and just kind of figure out what really matters to me um, and what do I really stand for? Who do I really want to be? What kind of artist do I really want to be? Um, so, yeah, we can just focus back on the art and not don't have no real goal, but just make people feel good. Um, so if that's making you feel good by putting on some shorts or putting on a shirt or making you feel good by playing one of my songs, just trying to, you know, give you them, them vibes, them real vibes. So. I fuck with it. I fuck with it, Spence. So let everybody know where they can find you online, where they can find your music, pop your shit. Uh, yeah, like I said, Mr. Let a Bad Bitch Be Yourself, Sky God Spence, S-K-Y-G-O-D-S-P-E-N-C-E. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, that same handle, Instagram, that same handle, Apple Music, Spotify, all that other stuff, the same handle. Um, yeah, I'm a real genuine guy, just coming with the vibes, man. Uh, Bando Beats. That's the company. We're going crazy. Shout out to the big dog. It's his birthday today. You know what I mean? We just real vibed out. I, I, I don't even know how to do a little sign off thing. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's real though. Just real energy. I appreciate you for having me on here. Thank Shout you. out to Spill the TTV. We in this thing. We in this Going thing. crazy. 2022 is going digital. Free YSL. Rest in peace, little kid. Man, man. Life is real. You know what I'm saying? Life is real. Appreciate your life. Appreciate what you got. You know what I'm saying? You cannot. Take no day for granted. No bad days, just good days and better days. And That's better. how I'm ending. Yeah, straight up. Checks and neck, man. 2022, we're going up. It's going summertime. Up. It's here. 
We here and we outside. And thank you so much once again for coming on the show. I'm glad we had this conversation, especially like the different scenes of Atlanta. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm always talking about that with people, but it's good to talk about that with a fellow native yeah, who is sure. also from the outskirts. I'm just watching, just watching. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like I, I really think for my, my, I feel like a spectator, mm-hmm. no cap. Like I think I was just able to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was saying about Henry County, it's like it gave me a chance to kind of see everything from everybody's perspective mm-hmm. a little bit and just get a, enough of that to like really, really know and love the city. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love it. I, I I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world for real. And y'all make sure y'all follow Spill the Tea TV. That's Spill the Tea with two A's TV. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you text me, 770-765-5422. Make sure you follow Sky God Spence. And you can follow me personally at T-E-A-A-C-E-W-P underscore. That's Spill the Tea for you. And we are out.